hey, hey. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's uh, our episode second two. episode, episode two. Yay. So in the first episode, we talked about finding the right person. And this episode, we're going to talk about how to live with a person a little bit, even because it's relevant to the times, lockdown, living with a person, your significant other, even a friend during quarantine. But more importantly, just how to live with another person, period. Yeah, it can be tough, whether it's your best friend, your significant other, your sister, your brother. Sometimes when you get older, it can be tough. Absolutely. And so we want to dive in. Again, we have not rehearsed any of these answers. Our whole thing here is to just decide on a topic together. And then what you hear, we have no idea. We can't tell you. It's just all off the cuff. (laughs) Yes. It's purely our thoughts off the cuff, which is how we want to do it. So it's real, natural, our true ideas, unrehearsed. And um, so then after we finish, we can be like, oh, we wish we said blah, 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 because... That always happens. <laughs> exactly, which is actually kind of what happened with you. I think you had this one idea you wanted to add to the previous one. Yeah, so in the previous episode of Finding the Right Person, um, I briefly spoke about how you have to continuously create the idea that that person is the one for you um, because it is your point of view. People meet people all the time and they see the person and everyone has a different viewpoint on that one person. And if you were the one that found them special and perfect for you, you need to continuously put it there. And that's why I kind of wanted to put that into how to live together is living together. You see the good, the bad, the ugly, (laughs) all of that. And I think to continue the honeymoon phase or the sparkle, you need to continuously create and tell your not tell yourself like that they're perfect, but really like see what's perfect in them. Yep. Even when they're just waking up out of bed or in the bathroom. Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. What you see in anyone is what you put there. Mm -hmm. You can see uh, a flower on a day that you're feeling amazing and be like, oh my God, it's the most amazing flower. Or you could be having a crappy day and see the same flower and be like, why do we even have flowers on this world? (laughs) But the point is it could be the same flower. What you put there is what you see. And it applies Mm -hmm. to to your friend or your significant other. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's dive into the topic then. So let's start with... um, just acknowledging that living in a lockdown or a quarantine scenario is the most extreme version of this. Mm-hmm. But the, the ideas that we're going to put out right now apply no matter what. Even if you're living with a person, I think, like you're just staying over for the freaking weekend. Yeah. This, these things can probably still apply all the way to you've now moved in with your significant other. Mm-hmm. And to give a little bit of background about our relationship, we actually lived with each other from the day we started. Yeah. Like literally the day we started, we were living together. And it was actually the second time we met in person. Yeah. The first time we met at a mall, the second time was at his house. I was moving my bags in. <laughs> yeah. Like it's crazy to think about that. It really is crazy because no one does it that extreme. And the reason that that happened is because I was living in Cape Town. Mariah was living in Florida, and Mariah and her best friend came to stay with me in Cape Town. And that was it. They came to live with me for two weeks, and Mariah and I kicked things off on a a romantic relationship right away. We had already chatted for months and months before, so we kind of knew we were into each other. We had seen each other once before in person, and the next time, 
she was there to live with me for two weeks. Yeah. But it wasn't always, like, it wasn't, we weren't confident necessarily going into it about the living together. Because when we were chatting, I, like, wanted to come visit South Africa. And I was, like, chatting to you for weeks about, let's book a ticket, let's book a ticket. And you were nervous that me living with you for even two weeks might ruin what we have. Like, yep. Remember that? Absolutely. We we had chatted for a long time. We liked each other, but I had never had another woman stay with me more than a night. <laughs> I know that that sounds really bad, but I never got to the point where I was living with another woman. I got really uncomfortable with people in my space. That's probably not the best quality, honestly, because it's you should be welcoming and whatever, and I could have probably been better at that in my dating <laughs> life. But I thought that after Mariah would come, after like the first couple nights, let's say, I would not be comfortable with having another person there for two weeks with me. And that was my worry. But with Mariah, that didn't happen. And I was like, whoa, something's different here. Like I enjoyed having her in my space. And we've literally lived together from that day forward, no matter what. Uh, of course, unless we're not in the same city or, or whatever. But if we're together, we're living together. There's mm-hmm. never been a time that we've dated where we've stayed in separate locations <laughs> while we were in the same city. Yeah. So we know a lot about living together. Mm-hmm. All aspects. So let's dive in. Okay, you can start. No, I think you should start. Tell us something. Um, Get the party started. Okay. <laughs> top of mind. Uh, top of mind. I love what you actually kind of pushed us to do it is have kind of like discuss up front in a light fun way of like what are your responsibilities and what are mine just to make it flow nicely and just to help each other out for example you're like I'll take out the trash but can you do the dishes I don't like the dishes and we did that and when it was in lockdown your responsibilities increased because you were in the house more as for usually you are out in the office and I work from home so I would do a bit more But in lockdown, we even upped it and made it even more clear of what is what. And it made it super nice to be in a space together. Absolutely. Speak to your uh, significant other or even your friend or your new roommate, whatever, and discuss what does each person like doing. So again, like Mariah said, I don't really like dishes. I don't mind doing them actually occasionally, but it's not my first choice. But what I do like is organizing. I love putting things in their right place and having all my stuff in a place that I know where it is. I really enjoy actually folding laundry. You know, some (laughs) people don't like it. I enjoy doing laundry. To me, it's kind of like a fun activity for whatever reason. Um, Mariah loves cleaning. It's something she really enjoys. I don't particularly like cleaning, but I do like organizing. So we split things up according to what we each enjoy. And there are some things that I don't like. Like I'm not a huge fan of taking out the trash, but that's what I do because that's my part of it. Mm-hmm. So you just got to decide and it might be more out more outweighed because of whatever reason. Maybe one person, if you're a roommate, the one guy pays for the electricity. So the other guy does a bit more of the cleaning. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just depends. So you need to weigh it out and come to an agreement of what each person's responsibilities are. Maybe the one person does dishes on Monday and Tuesday and you do dishes on Thursday and Friday or Wednesday and Thursday, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Splitting up your responsibilities is really helpful. Yeah. Great. I like that. And what else would you add? If I mean, we stay in the same room, but if Mm -hmm. you're roommates and you have your own space and whatnot, it's cool to know that if that is your room and your space, you can do whatever you want in your room. If you want to leave it a mess, it's your room. But the shared space needs to be kept at whatever agreement you guys have. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. Your area is your area. I would add that you need to kind of understand that each person might want to take their own 
time and their own pace to a day or to the night or whatever the case may be. So it's kind of like reading your crowd or reading your significant other. You might see that you come home and the person is very much into their work right now and they're kind of focused. So you might not want to like try to distract them too much, which I sometimes do to you. <laughs> I'll distract you. But you know, or on the other hand, maybe the person is like really energetic and excited to see you. Don't walk into the house like bringing in like a bad mood. Maybe you see that they're happy. Try to be happy with them. It just kind of read the crowd. Maybe your roommate has had a long day and just wants to read a book on the couch. Let them be. Yeah, it's a higher responsibility level to live with someone because now you're not just worried about your space, your feelings, your you. You're worried about the other person as well. Yeah. And I know for us sometimes like even like you said like you'll come home and I'll be in my work or whatever and I know you like to be greeted when you come home so maybe it's not like you know if I were to live alone I'd be in my zone or whatever but I also want to cater to what you like because that's what a partnership is totally one of the exactly that was actually going to be my next point something that I personally like and I think that most people probably like this is to feel like in a way seen right so Let's say your significant other comes home and you're in the middle of a deep work thing. It doesn't hurt to pause for a second, give them a big smile, a hug and a kiss. How was your day? I'm in the middle of something. Let's catch up in a little bit. But just recognizing them and giving them that love and energy when they walk in or a good friend of yours walks into the house and you're busy on a phone call, just, you know, do one of those like wide-eyed, like, I see you, but I'm on the phone type thing. But you acknowledge that they are home. Welcome them into the space no matter what. Make them feel like they belong. Mm-hmm. Like a dog. Dogs are great at that. Dogs are very good at that. They're like, oh, my God, you're home. Oh, my God, you're home. So you should do that except a yeah. little tone down maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but on the opposite side of the spectrum, for me, I also like me time and quiet in my own space. And since we share a room, like one of the things that I loved about being home is I have my own room and my parents know that when I'm in my room and my door is shut, like I'm in my creative zone, I'm in my me time and they just kind of like let me do my own thing. And so I also think it's important to have that. Absolutely. We have that thing now where it's totally normal and recognized that if one of us says, all right, I'm getting into my work zone right now, like please don't bother me. (laughs) We understand that. So we've established that thing where it's not rude. It it doesn't. And you can establish that with your friend, partner, significant other, whatever. And tell them like, look, if I'm gonna, if I need to get into like the zone, I don't want you to come and bother me and interrupt me and all that. Because what I find is it's not just a 30 second interruption where they're like, hey, and they say something. That 30 seconds actually puts you behind by like three minutes. Because by the time you get back onto your train of thought and you get back in the zone of what you were, what your whole thinking of what you were doing gets thrown out when someone interrupts you. Mm-hmm. So somebody, you have to have this agreement with whoever you're with that if somebody says, I'm about to like get into my work zone or please don't bother me, I want to go read a book or whatever, that you give them that. Really helpful. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Let's say that you get into an upset. Okay. Now, what would you suggest? Slamming all the doors, blaring loud music, kick them out, throw their bags out. Exactly. Find the highest balcony and throw it. (laughs) I don't know, just taking space if it's too heated. I know we do that. It's like, okay, let me just cool down a bit because I'm about to say some not nice things. (laughs) Yeah, we'll definitely, we should do a whole segment on handling upsets. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, in a living situation, it goes back to giving the person some space. Mm -hmm. Uh if the person is upset at you or you're upset at them, I want to say 
don't now drop your responsibilities just because you're angry. Mm-hmm. So let's say it was your night to do the dishes. Still do them. Mm-hmm. Just, even though you're upset or they're upset at you, whatever, keep doing your basics around the house. It's no excuse. Mm-hmm. If you were, I don't know, going to cook or whatever, then still cook. Like Keep the basics in even in an upset because you're living together and just because you're a little bit upset at the moment doesn't allow you to drop your responsibilities. That's nice. Yeah. You're good at that. Thank you. Um, all right. So what else can we add? Is there anything else that you'd give people tips on for how to live with their significant other? What if the one person is like super messy and the other one isn't? What would you tell them? I would just like keep upbeat, like light about it, but just continuously like with tenacity, tell them like, hey, you left your slippers right in the walkway. Right. I tripped over them. (laughs) Do you mind moving them over and just continuously do it, but nicely? I think that it's true, though, that, yeah, keeping keeping it as fun and light as possible. Try not to make the person wrong because it's not like they're doing it on purpose. I think that you just need to gently, first of all, set a good example yourself. Mm -hmm. Keep your area really neat and whatever. Remember that if they do it in their area, they can. But if it's a shared area, just, you know, gently explain to them like, hey, since this is a shared space, this is kind of how I'd like things done. And obviously you have certain things that you'd like done and I promise Mm -hmm. to keep those up. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Or another thing that we kind of do is like if the person's obviously not in their work zone or whatever, we'll be like, hey, do you want to do like set a timer and do a five to ten minute cleanup? And we like do this game where we both do our set responsibilities, but for five to ten minutes. Yes, that's a cool thing, to do it together. Maybe even help the person mm-hmm. with their things. Mariah and I are very lucky that we're actually both clean and organized, mm-hmm. which is really unique. I've heard many roommates and couples have this thing of one is a slob, the other one is like OCD organized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily, we're both pretty good about it. But yeah, sometimes if we find that like the, the place is getting to be a bit of a mess, we're like, all right, how about we both do a joint cleanup? Are you in? And we're like, all right, we're in. And we just do it together. Yeah. And most of the time, like, five to ten minutes goes by so quick. And once you get started, you almost want to do it longer. Yeah. So you end up getting a lot done. You really do. You really do. It's it's amazing. You get into the zone and you do it together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are helpful tips. Are there any other things that you want to add for people that just they're living together and they want to know how they can be better for their roommate? I think it just comes down to being in exchange and having having set things that you talked about before I I would almost say before you guys start living together or in the beginning of living together so then there's no emotions attached to it it's not like you're very upset that they're messy and now you want to make a rule about it you know because then it comes the person feels wrong and they feel like you're making a rule because you're wrong wrong, rather than just making it because that's what you both decided was the most pro-survival for your living together and then being in exchange with the person being like okay like I want them to feel good about living with me and I want to feel good about living with them. So what can I do to help them and what can they do to help me? And don't let that person like help them. If they're slipping and they're not, for example, doing their chore, their dishes, give them a little nudge, but in a nice way because you want them to be in exchange as well. Right. I love that. And I a million percent agree. Earlier on that you can lock that in with them, those things, that the better. But there will be situations where you haven't had that conversation yet or about some new topic that you didn't realize you should have spoken about, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what happens if you've been living together for two months and you realize like, oh my God, I I didn't realize that this person is, and it starts to upset you? I wouldn't do it in a, when you're upset. I would wait. 
uh, go out, have a coffee, do something fun, do it in a fun environment and talk about it from a place of like not emotional. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Go and, you know, come back not emotionally. And I would also say that maybe one of the agreements that you can make with a person up front is, hey, look, we both agree that if along the way we kind of find more points that we want to work on together with our living situation, it's an open discussion. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that has to be a comfortable discussion no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. You can discuss the aspects of living together that, that make it, you know, mm-hmm. that make it difficult for, for one person or the other. Mm-hmm. Because when you have a cool home environment, it makes such a big difference. Yeah. It makes a big difference for every area of your life. You come back from the gym and you feel happy that your place is how you like it. It still feels like home and there's nothing bothering you or whatever the case may be. But that principle that you said of maintaining exchange, meaning what you give, you make sure to get back. So always give back from what you get as well Mm -hmm. and give back above and beyond. Always go above and beyond for the person you're living with. Do special things. Keep the place extra organized. Do little things for them. Bring them Krispy Kreme donuts at the end of the day just to <laughs> surprise them. You never know. Just yeah. do little fun things like that. Keep the, the relationship or the friendship or the, whatever roommate situation you have, keep it alive even living together. Don't get complacent. Mm-hmm. You're living with another person and you should respect that. Even if you're married for years and years, that these principles still apply. Yeah, absolutely. Great. I love that. All right. What would you want to close off with? I don't know if you guys have any tips. Yes. Share your tips. And by the way, we've found out that on our podcast platform, you can leave us voice messages giving us tips that you want to add, ideas, comments, questions, you name it. You can leave us a voice message. We can hear it. We can even include it into the podcast or you can ask us to make it private, but we'll answer you anything that is relationship, friendship, partnership oriented. And we're going to do our best to, re- to kind of cover topics that are both for singles and people in relationships. Because mm-hmm. we actually get a lot of people both in relationships and single ask us questions. Absolutely. It's so really cool. It is awesome. We love it. I love answering this kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. I guess that's it for today. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hel- hope that this really helped you. And whatever platform you're on, you might have the option to follow or subscribe. Uh, feel free to share this and let us know what you think by DMing us on Instagram. Our links are in the bio of this podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And lots of love and spread the love. The adventure continues. Woo!